0: There is not a single athlete out there that looks at it and when they are under the gun and they need to perform their best, they're not thinking, I've got to win this Super Bowl. I've got to hit this game-winning shot. I've got to sink this tournament-winning putt. The same way that if you're thinking, I've got to nail this job interview. I've got to land this consulting contract. I've got to knock it out of the park in this leadership meeting. If you are going into something and if you are saying to yourselves, I need to produce this outcome, I will promise you that is only going to cause you more stress, more anxiety, and cause you to feel more pressure in what you're doing every single day. Welcome to the Outperform Podcast. My name is Scott Welly. I'm an author, speaker, and the founder of Outperform the Norm a global movement that helps people achieve peak performance in their personal and professional lives. I've spent my life working with top performers in business as well as athletics, and each week it's my aim and mission to bring you an inspiring person to share their personal stories and insights, or perhaps it'll be a personal message for me, but with one very simple goal in mind, to help you outperform. Your time is precious and I want to thank you for spending it with me here today, but just one small ask before we get started. If you find value from this podcast, the greatest way that you could possibly thank me would be to head on over to iTunes or whatever your favorite podcast platform happens to be and give it a 5-star review. Also share it with somebody that you know that you would like to help outperform so we can all grow this movement together. And strive to make the world a healthier, happier, higher performing place. Once again, thank you for being here. And without further ado, let's get started. Hello, all performers. Today's podcast episode is going to be from a recent uh, conversation that I had with a personal performance coaching client that told me that he was feeling a lot of stress. And pressure and anxiety to deliver outcomes and results in his professional life. And this is a really common thing to, because, to be completely honest with you, I have not come across a single person in my life that hasn't felt some type of pressure and some type of stress from having to deliver a result from time to time. It just happens to all of us. And these are real world conversations that I have with a lot of my clients and just with a lot of people. So I recorded a quick LinkedIn Live that is now coming to you on a podcast and three different strategies that I think you'll really be able to use to help you be more at peace and to help you perform better under pressure and under stress. So I hope you enjoy the episode and keep out performing. And what we're going to talk about here is performing under pressure. And especially if, I mean, you can be performing under pressure in any situation in your life. It can be you're under pressure for a negotiation. It could be you're under pressure to give a great presentation, to lead a leadership meeting, um, to close a sale. It, It... to just hit certain metrics at the end of the week, at the end of the month, at the end of the quarter, at the end of the year. We are all under a certain amount of pressure to perform. And it's actually a good thing if we choose to look at it that way. And there are certain specific things that outperformers actually do differently and better to be able to perform their best under pressure. And these are real conversations that I have with some of my personal performance coaching clients to help them not only seek out and boldly stretch themselves to want to achieve bigger goals and actually seek that out, um, but to actually perform better when they're under the gun, you know, to want the ball when. It's late in the fourth quarter and you want to take the game winning shot or it's the back nine on Sunday and you're in the lead and you just absolutely love that pressure. And I think there are three very specific things that you can do that you can implement into your life that will actually help you with this. And the first one, quite simply, is your perception of stress and pressure and I guess a kind of adversity and however you look at it. But one of the single greatest um, determinants in how you manage stress and pressure in your life is your perception of it because your perception becomes your reality. And there is a striking difference between how I think the everyday or let's say the norm person views pressure and how outperformers view pressure. Because the norm will actually look at and they will actually see pressure as a threat, whereas outperformers will see it as something that is an open-ended challenge and an opportunity. And if you're sitting here, if you're watching this, if you're listening to it right now, I seriously doubt you're you're probably sitting there and you're thinking about, oh, this is this is a threatening situation. But I really want you to understand what I'm saying here because Threatening might sound like a really strong word, but even any amount of, if I perceive something as a threat, all I'm basically saying in my internal psychology is I'm saying, I don't believe that I possess the resources to be able to handle this situation or to be able to perform my best in this environment. And you might be fine in certain situations. Like I think of when I was speaking and I started out like a lot of speakers do. I just spoke to very, I guess, relatively speaking, very small groups. It might be talking about 20, 40, 50, 100 people. And then when I got up to starting to speak to thousands and, and many more people, it was all of a sudden like, whoa, this is a different level of pressure going into what I'm doing now. And if I look at that and if I say that is a threatening situation, but I'm okay handling this, you're never going to want to boldly stretch yourself and really put yourself out there to accomplish and to challenge yourself and to want to do big things. So that dichotomy and that interesting way of just the lens with which we see the world and that perception of your situation is so critical. And this is where if you listen to any top performer, you know I have a background in athletics, but if you listen to any great athlete, when they get done playing in the Masters or the NBA Finals or the Stanley Cup or the Super Bowl, they will say something to the effect of, you know, I just love being under the gun. Like I just love feeling that pressure late in the game. And all they're basically saying when they do that is they've attached a different label to the pressure. And labels in our lives also have meaning. So their label that they put on pressure is something they seek out, is something that they actually think is fun, is something that they see as empowering and motivating and an opportunity for them to challenge and test and prove themselves rather than it's something that I'm trying to avoid. And you know, one of the biggest things in life, and you probably know this as you're sitting here, as you're watching and listening to it is you're never going to be ready for something that you haven't done before. So the whole like, well, I need to study a little bit more. I need to practice. I need to rehearse a little bit more before I'm ready for this pressure packed situation. At some point you have to just say, you know what, I've got the goods to be able to do this. And I'm actually going to seek it out and worst case scenario, I quote unquote fail or I make a mistake and I get some feedback and it's something that I can use next time around to make me better. And part of the reason that I'm just starting with this perception, I'm spending so much time on it is because if you don't have the appropriate interpretation or perception of stress, of pressure in your life. Nothing else really matters because consciously or subconsciously, you're going to avoid situations that would put you in a situation or would put you in a circumstance where you don't feel you feel like it's threatening and you don't feel like you possess the resources to actually be able to handle that to the best of your ability. So that perception is absolutely key. So that's number one. Number two is to find your ZOF and what ZOF stands for in sports psychology is the zone of optimal functioning. Now, the way that you can look at this and one of the interesting things is with my master's degree in sports psychology, there are actually a lot of people that study sports psychology that end up kind of pivoting off of that and end up working with like SWAT teams, police forces, firefighters, Navy SEALs, people that are literally put in life and death situations, and they work with them on arousal control and finding what we call the ZOF or the zone of optimal functioning. And you might be saying, well, Scott, I'm a a senior manager, I'm an executive, I'm a project manager, I'm not going into life and death situations. But one of the interesting things is then when we look at arousal and part of the reason that so many sports psychologists actually do this type of work is the reason that you work with people on arousal control is because you know if they are aroused or if they have too much anxiety or energy in any stress, stressful or pressure-packed situation, they're going to make poor decisions. It is going to impair their cognitive functioning and their mental alertness. And in some of the populations that I mentioned before, that can literally mean life or death. But for you, when you're under the gun in a negotiation, in a proposal or a presentation, a sales meeting or job interview or anything else, you want to be in the best position to be able to allow your innate kind of ability and your talents come out. You don't want to have any amount of impaired cognitive functioning, of decision making, of mental alertness. You want to be in that zoff or that zone of optimal functioning. So the way that you actually do that is you're doing it already right now as you listen, as, as you watch me right now, is through Breathing. Oxygen is the lifeblood of every single thing that we do in our lives. And to just quickly talk you through kind of the physiology of the body and why it matters so much is anytime, and this doesn't matter if it's you or me or LeBron James or, you know, your your top sales performer in your organization, anytime we are under stress or pressure, it engages what we call the sympathetic nervous system. Sympathetic nervous system, simple way to think about it is sympathetic means speed up. When your breathing speeds up, your heart rate speeds up, your pits get a little bit sweaty, your mouth gets dry, your muscles get a little bit tight. That's what happens when the sympathetic nervous system is engaged. So the antidote to that or the remedy to actually make that calm down is through breathing. It's why you see any high-level athlete, fourth quarter in the Super Bowl, fourth quarter late in a basketball game, back nine on Sunday in a golf tournament. They will be taking long, slow, deep breaths to combat that, that sympathetic nervous system arousal to allow them to be able to perform their best. Now, the way that this looks like if you're a yogi or if you're someone that's done meditation, you know, breathing, it's just long, slow, deep breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth. I will just usually do a count of four and a count of four. So I'm actually kind of sick right now. So that's, that's hard to actually breathe in through my nose, but a count of four in through your nose, breathing in through the nose, and then a count of four breathing out through your mouth. I would challenge you that throughout the course of your days, if you just sprinkle in 10 of these breaths every now and then, or before you really go into that pressure packed situation, you're not going to be calmed down to the point that you can take a nap or you can fall asleep. But what's going to happen is, instead of being so much past that point of, or that zone of optimal functioning, It's going to get you back to that optimal point where you ultimately perform your best. And the only possible way that you can do that is through breathing. So that has to be number two. Then number three is to focus not on what might happen, but on what you are actually doing in the moment. And this is a real life conversation that I had with one of my personal performance coaching clients recently. He's he's a financial advisor, and he's feeling a lot of pressure, a lot of stress and anxiety, as he put it, to be able to perform and to be able to hit his goals at the end of the quarter, at the end of the month, at the end of the year. And what I will guarantee you is in the uncontrollable kind of game of life, If you are ever feeling a significant amount of stress and pressure and anxiety in your life, it's almost always because you're placing too much emphasis on the outcome of something or you're focusing too much on the result or on what might happen instead of what you're actually doing. So you've seen this slide before, but to me, it's just gold. This is where we peel back the actual outcome of what we're doing. And we focus on what we are doing every single day. We are focusing on our activities and our actions. And we love those outcomes because we know it's how we are graded and evaluated at the end of the quarter, at the end of the month, at the end of the year. But the way that we make that happen is by investing ourselves in the actual process and the activities and actions and what we are doing every single day and that's where we take the intersection of the things that matter and the things that we can control and where those things intersect is what we focus on every single day so from that financial advisor perspective okay he's he's responsible for i won't give you the exact metrics but he's he's responsible for certain metrics and outcomes But the actions, the activities that he can control every single day, yes, his attitude, his perception, his breathing, things like that. But the activities and the actions, making sales calls, following up with people, doing presentations, doing research. When we focus on doing those things, that's what actually makes us feel a lot better in our day-to-day lives. And instead of feeling that pressure to perform. It's kind of that opportunity to excel. And it makes us feel just more at peace with what we're doing every single day. And what I will guarantee you is, especially if we look at it from a high-level athlete perspective, there is not a single athlete out there that looks at it and when they are under the gun and they need to perform their best, they're not thinking, I've got to win this Super Bowl. I've got to hit this game-winning shot. I've got to sink this tournament-winning putt. The same way that if you're thinking, I've got to nail this job interview. i got to get this job. I've got to land this consulting contract. You know, I've got to knock it out of the park in this leadership meeting. If you are going into something and if you are saying to yourselves, I need to produce this outcome or this result, I will promise you that is only going to cause you more stress, more anxiety, and cause you to feel more pressure in what you're doing every single day. So if you find yourself saying those things, I want you to peel it back to what are the activities, what are the actions, what are the things that I can control that if I focus on will likely make that outcome that I want that I know that I'm probably graded and evaluated on at the end of the week, at the end of the month, at the end of the quarter, at the end of the year, that will end up probably making that inevitable. So I hope that makes sense. And to wrap this up, I mean, again, those three things, really look at your perception. Perception is reality. Do you see high pressure situations as threatening or do you see them as opportunities and as challenges? focus on your breathing and finding that or that zone of optimal functioning where you perform your best because I promise you it will help in terms of your cognitive functioning your mental alertness and your decision making and then also focus and peel back that process um, as far as what you're doing the lasting message that I will give you on this is if you follow these three things I promise you will not only be more willing to, seek out and actively engage in pressure packed situations so to speak which is a great thing because it means it means you're you're doing big things in this world you know that you've probably heard the line you can't make diamonds without pressure right it's just it's it's one of the the rarest things and one of the most valuable things so i think as we all look at going out and outperforming in our personal professional athletic spiritual lives we want to actually seek out that pressure and believe that we have the resources and the capability to be able to handle it. And it's my hope that if you follow these three things, you will not only seek it out more, but when you're under the gun and when you need to perform your best, you will be able to do that. So go out there, keep out performing as always. I Wish you the best of health, happiness, high performance. Have a great day, have a great week. Hello, Outperformers. Three more quick things before we sign off here today. First and foremost, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I understand how many different podcasts are out there, and I do not take a single second of your time for granted because time is truly our most valuable asset. It is our most precious commodity, and I appreciate you taking that time and you spending it with us here today. Second, if you found value in this podcast, maybe you've noticed, but podcasting has gotten quite popular as of late. And if you would like to help support the outperforming movement and the outperform podcast, one of the best ways that we can get it found is for you to give it a favorable review and rating on whatever your favorite podcasting platform happens to be. So head on over to iTunes, head on over to Google Play and give it a favorable review. And while you do that also share it with someone else that you know that is just like you is driven by growth and wanting to be the best personally and professionally in every single thing that they do number three if you want even more tools and tips and strategies to be able to be your best personally and professionally head on over to scottwelly.com that's s c o t t w e l l e there are loads of different resources for you on everything from goal setting and grit to resiliency and focus to confidence and motivation and routines and habits and everything that you can possibly imagine to help you be your absolute best every single day personally and professionally once again if you'd like to access those free resources head on over to scottwelly.com. s-c-o-t-t-w-e-l-l-e So as I sign off, thank you again for spending your time with me here today. Keep outperforming and as always, wish you the best of health, happiness, and high performance. Have a great day.